your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Are you a parent that is grappling with your child's food preferences? Dealing with picky eaters at home can be, to put it mildly, challenging. So how can you foster a broader range of food choices for your child? And could selective eating habits be a sign of underlying issues? Well, we're joined in the studio now by Anna McElhenney, nutritionist based in limerickeatwise.ie. Hello, Anna. How are you? Good morning, Joe. I'm very well, thanks. This can be the bane of a parent's life, can't it? Absolutely. Because if we think about it, we have to eat every day of our lives. We have to, we're responsible for feeding our kids every day of their lives, starting from zero. And, you know, different challenges at different ages. And I really want to highlight how difficult it is because these days there is so much available. And food businesses are very smart very smart at marketing and it starts at a very young age and you know it it really starts even in pregnancy directed to mothers and uh, it's it's very difficult to separate ourselves from that and also it's very easy to take the easy way out so we're all busy we're mad busy there's always something that you can buy that you know the child will eat and it's easy for them to eat why for example does a child become obsessed with sausages and sausages is all they want all the time because they're very tasty (laughs) again the food manufacturers like they make things ultra tasty so that we want them simple as you know but it's not necessarily going to be a balanced diet it's not necessarily going to bring us all the things we need and it can have a lot of impact on a child's mood sleep you know so many things like food is our fuel and it affects every bit of the chemistry of our body and how our brain works why does a child often not love green beans (laughs) a child will rarely love green beans unless they kind of learn it's all learning you see a child if we think right back a baby a baby has milk and human breast milk or formula, they're both sweet because that's what our brains need most is glucose, okay? So when we're tiny babies, we don't have to eat, we just drink and that's fine. And then you have to learn. And what you will pick is naturally the sweetest thing. So kids will turn their nose up at and spit out green vegetables and that is normal but our job as parents is to persevere so not to get annoyed not to say oh they won't eat that so I won't give it to them um, but you're saying don't get annoyed I mean, yeah. you know at the end of a long day and food and it's nutritious and it's put in front of a child and the child reacts and it's very hard for a parent to control their temper isn't it it's very hard I've been there yeah And sometimes you have to take a step back and try and put yourself in the child's position. And it's like, imagine if someone was giving you something you didn't like and kind of putting you under severe pressure to eat it. It shuts down the system. Like your digestive system is then going, no, no, no. You put in that kind of anxious fight or flight state. So it's like even it's getting harder and harder at this stage. So is the secret then to put it in front of them, ask them to try it and then let them add it? Yes, absolutely. So there's a thing called division of responsibility. And what it means is that it's us as parents. It's our job to provide 
a variety of nourishing food and it's our child's responsibility to learn to select from that and eat. So it's a really kind of twisting our mindset from when we were told as kids, you know, sit down and eat that and get on with it and, you know, that doesn't always have the desired effect. It depends. If there's not if there's very little food availability, the natural instinct of a human being at any age is to eat. So, you know, unless they're unwell. So but because we have all these other influences, we have all these other foods available, it's very the child quickly learns that if it refuses that it'll get something else instead. Um another thing that's really, really important is a child's exposure to food. So even before they're eating it themselves, you're not going to expect your, you know, your one-year-old to be eating green beans straight away. But if they get used to seeing you eating them or their older siblings eating them, then they're going to get curious. My granddad used to always say, hunger is the best sauce. I mean, I assume the fact that eventually if a child is hungry, they will eat it. Yes, yes. And that's the thing about not getting upset or angry if the if the environment is hostile and i don't mean that and no one's going to be that cruel to their child but it's just that if you let it get on top of you and you get and it's so understandable you're stressed and whatever but if the child feels that they that's going to shut down their their ability to accept foods more so so it, it is tricky yeah, we're chatting to Anna McElhenney, nutritionist based in Limerick, eatwise.ie. And Ethan Dora Doyle says, my eight-year-old will sneakily take food from the press, but not good food, sugary snacks. And I know positive parenting is the way to go around eating habits, but she's chastised for sneaking food from the press. And we try to explain the issues around eating the good food. I hate giving out to her because if she's hungry, she's hungry and refuses to eat on the uh, food on the plate. So a negative cycle starts. Yeah, and that's a great example because what... We, we yeah we don't want to be giving out to our kids we want to teach them when it's appropriate to have those treats so if we have a treat with them say after dinner or something that's treat time in our house let's say and we don't have them available in the press we just don't have them freely available because if you're doing that you're just inviting the child to go and do that and by chastising them by giving out you're kind of creating shame around eating those foods and we don't want to do that either because there shouldn't be shame in eating treat foods, right? It's something to be enjoyed, but in the right kind of measure. Okay. A listener is wondering, do children always grow out of picky eating? Not always. Not always. Um, Because some parents are picky eaters as well, and they can actually teach their kids. They could, you know, in a way it can kind of pass on to the next generation. Joe, that's a great point. No, no, you know, I'm sure when we think about it, we think, actually, yeah, I do know adults. Yeah. Oh, there are lots of things they won't, if you go to a restaurant with them or whatever, I, I'll eat this, but I won't eat that. Yeah, yeah. And um, just, you know, kind of th- this kind of refusal to try things. And Joe, I really think this is getting more and more common because the, of the food availability. You know, if you're a young adult, you can get everything delivered to your house. You know, you can get the takeaways, you can go to the local shop, the deli, you can buy everything. You don't have to cook. And that, I think, is going to be in the future. It's a bit of a, a kind of a bombshell down the down the way. Uh, Lorna says, sorry, I just missed the start of the chat. Um, uh, did Anna say if the consistent picky eating child that it could be the sign of an underlying more significant issue? Rarely, to be honest. But I would say that it could be an underlying experience that the child had. 
<clears throat> excuse me. So sometimes a child is literally afraid of a food or of eating something um, because we we don't we really often don't know why at all, but we do know that sometimes it's because, for example, a prem, a premature child, someone who's born prematurely, can have difficulty in swallowing, in chewing, in because of the later development, and so we can't pinpoint that experience that they've had, um, but they had an experience at some point, perhaps that was really subconsciously very scary, and that can. That can really be very profound. Does it help to give a child some choice and also to involve them in food preparation? 100%. Absolutely. I often um, think of a a video I saw about kids in Japan at school and from the first day in school at four years, they're taught, they take part in preparing and serving and cleaning up, obviously age relevant, but they learn at school all the basics of you know, putting food on the table and um, they get a healthy meal at school. So, yeah, you know, it's really, it's really, really important, that learning piece. Where does a treat sit in this? You know, is there any positives to it? Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, it's instinctive to us. We love the taste of it. And to deny that is going to make someone want it even more. So it's giving it a place. And each family, you know, decides or each individual decides, where is that place for me? Is it very often it's helpful to link it to being with other people. So it's a little mini celebration, even if it's just a biscuit and a cup of tea after dinner. It's a little mini celebration because it's, it's a treat. It's something nice to eat. And always my recommendation is, Eat the food first and then the treat, you know. I'm going to play you a voice note that we received. It's short and to the point. I should draw picky kids are the result of lazy parents. What would you say about that? Picky kids are the result of lazy parents. Oh, okay. (laughs) That sounds a bit cruel. But it it is really something we need to dedicate a bit of time to, you know. It really is. And again, it comes back to how easy it is. You can buy the weaning foods. You can buy everything. You don't need to prepare stuff. But a child will learn by us giving more attention and spending time with the child. Spending time in, like you said a minute ago, the food prep, but the eating more than anything. Meal times, sitting down. Even if the whole family can't sit down together, that's understandable. But trying to be with your child when you're eating. Well, listen, thank you very much for that. We'll pop this up as a podcast. People can hear it on the repeat from midnight tonight of Limerick Today on Live 95. And we'll also put some of it up as a video. Really interesting advice this morning. We appreciate it. It's something that comes up from time to time on the show. Anna McElhenney, nutritionist based in LimerickEatWise.ie. Your views, your news, your